Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter, sharing a thought of the day. Guys, well, it's great to be with you again. Last time we talked about um, the ability to share our ideas and leverage off other people's resources to execute our ideas. We talked about not limiting the opportunities that we go after by the amount of money that's in our bank account. Most people think that they have to restrict the types of ideas that they go after based on how much money is in their account. That's how most people think. But that's not how good entrepreneurs think. Good entrepreneurs think if the idea makes sense, if I've got the capability, if I've got the team, if it makes financial sense, if it's a good strategy, then I will find a way to get the resources. So this doesn't mean that it's easy. It just means that it's possible. So the question that we have to ask ourselves then is, what does it take? What does it take to get someone to write a million dollar check? And I've been fortunate to be in a position where I've witnessed many business deals being done with other people's money, with investors, right? Where someone presents an idea, right? They research an idea, they look at whether it makes sense, they look at how it would work, how long it's going to take, what sort of revenue would be produced from it, um, and then present that to someone who's got the capital, right? And says, it's going to take this long to get this off the ground. This is the revenue it's going to generate. This is the market. This is why it makes sense, right? And if they do that well, then the money gets given to them to to get their idea off the ground. And then, of course, the investor takes a cut. So today I'm going to share uh, another example of how this has happened. And I've got to do it in in quite a, a vague way, unfortunately, because I've got to keep it very confidential around who it is. And it's... a a group of guys that we're working with with Origin Wealth. So that's Grant, myself and Marius. We do a fair bit of consulting with different businesses around the world to support them and to just act as a sounding board and to help them refine and define their ideas so that they can communicate it really well amongst other things. All right, so we were approached by a group of guys who had a really, really brilliant idea in the tech industry. So um, they asked us for some help and some support. And so one of the first things that we did is we helped them to present their idea in a way that made a lot of sense. And so they pitched their idea to us, you know, quite a few times and asked for feedback, asked for input, asked for correction. And, you know, we helped them to really um, develop their idea and fill in the missing gaps and sort of poked holes in it, really, and and challenged a few different areas. And so their their presentation definitely improved over time but what happened next is they went and showed their idea to investors and the first few times it was quite a disappointing result they didn't they didn't get the investment capital that they were expecting and so what happened is they came back to us we had another few discussions and you know refined the idea a bit further talked a bit of a game plan you know, who should we approach? How should we approach them? How should we go about this? Yeah, kind of just going back and forth, figuring out, you know, the game plan from there. It's a little bit like a boxer in, in the ring has round one, you know, doesn't win the round, but comes back and says, okay, how should I go about this in the next round? That sort of a deal. And so what I love about these guys was their absolute passion for the dedication to and their commitment 
to their idea, to their business that they were working on. And so, get, get this, it was 50, around 50 investor presentations that they did within the space of a couple of months, 50, right? Amazing. So after doing 50 investor presentations, roughly 50 investor presentations, they received a million dollars in investment capital, right? This enabled them to get moving with the idea, to employ the staff that they needed, to really get the funding to, to launch, really to go for it, to build this thing. So what what's relevant isn't so much the details of who they are or what their business is, but what's relevant to me is their heart and their spirit and their attitude. And I learned so much from watching these guys because they had such commitment to their idea. And, you know, oftentimes I'll come across someone who hasn't really been successful in business or haven't been able to get their idea off the ground. And oftentimes it's not because they lack the talent. It's not because they lack the knowledge. um, It's not because the idea is bad, right? But it's because they lack the discipline, the commitment, the dedication, the tenacity to go and do, for example, 50 investor presentations, Right, so what is it that makes a great entrepreneur is is that ability to just keep getting up and, and trying over and over and over and over. And I believe that what happens is that when Yahweh sees how committed we are to an idea, the resources get released to us. If we're casual, um, you know, if we're average, if we're not, you know, we talk to one person, they said no, so we give up. Right, if we don't follow through, if we don't have have that drive, the discipline, the courage, right, then really we're not we're not worthy of the idea, right? We're not worthy of carrying that scroll. And so, um, I just wanted to share a little bit about these guys because I'm really inspired by them. They had an idea, they managed to get the funding for their idea, and they're executing the idea. Their customers are growing, their business is growing. They're thriving. And the thing is, if we can understand the approach, the tactics, the strategies, the principles that people like this are using, we can use those ourselves, right? And and we can really get our ideas off the ground. We can generate wealth. We can create. And, and that's what it's all about for me. And so firstly, the first thing that I noticed about these guys is they came and sought out counsel, right? So we know the scripture about the multitude of counselors. So if you have an idea, um, you know, often I'll see people kind of keep their idea to themselves or they haven't, um, you know, effectively articulated or they haven't talked to people who are perhaps a bit more experienced than themselves, right? Or they limit who they talk to because they want to talk to someone who thinks like them or who's wired like them or who's in the same industry and thinks the same way. And you can't really get much value from talking to someone who thinks exactly like you. So, so, so these guys, back to these guys, they had the humility to go and find people. And in this case, we were very privileged that it was us, right? They came and found us and said, Hey, we need some help. This is what we need help with. And we did our best to help them with that. And, And, um, you know, as a result, they're able to develop their presentation in a way that made sense. And so, 
they had the humility, right? They had the, um, they went and used their initiative to seek out the right counsel. The third thing was that they were very, very teachable, right? There were some things where we were just very direct. Hey, why did you say that? That doesn't make sense. Maybe try saying that. And not once did they get offended and say, oh, I disagree. And so again, that just leads to this, um, you know, the other mistake that people make is that they get overprotective of their idea or they think that, that the way in which they see it initially is the only way that it could be. They don't allow other people to come and speak into them or to speak into their idea. And therefore, the, the idea oftentimes, it will shrivel, it will die, it will not launch, it will not come to completion, it will not grow because there's a level of stubbornness the person's not teachable they're not open to instruction they're not open to feedback they don't don't have the drive or the commitment or the discipline or the follow-through to take this thing to its completion and so the question i'm really asking myself as as i'm speaking to you about this is are you showing up in a way that's worthy of the idea that you've been given Right? Are you showing up in a way that's worthy of, of the mandate you've been given, the scroll you've been given? Are you showing up in a way that matches what you've been called to do? Right? And so, so these guys certainly did. And I'm convinced that if it took a thousand investor presentations, they would have done it. Because their attitude was, we are doing this, we're called to do this, we're going to do this, it doesn't matter what happens, this is, we're going to do this, we'll do whatever it takes. And it's that tenacity, that, that drive, that passion, that commitment that I believe unlocks the resources of heaven. Right? And so they didn't know where the funds were going to come from initially, but they knew they were going to come. Right? It was that faith, um, that drive, you know, that, that really caused them to do what it took to get what they needed to do what they were called to do. And so the other mistake that people make is... I'm just going to sit back and let God do it, you know, he'll do it, he'll provide, he'll, you know, and he does provide, don't get me wrong, absolutely he does, right, but the more we take responsibility for what we've been given, the more doors we knock on, the more initiative we take, the more he seems to provide, and so sometimes, you know, someone will be working on something for years, and it's like, how, how's that thing going, no, I'm still waiting for God to provide, you know, and it's like, dude, have you gone and spoken to 50 investors? Have you gone and knocked on the doors? Have you gone and read the book by someone who's done what you wanted to do? And so I, I'm speaking, I'm speaking with passion because I'm really passionate about this because we, as a global group, are filled with such inspiration and the word inspire means in spirit. And I think that this community is one of the most inspired communities I've ever come across, right? We see all sorts of things in heaven. We have all sorts of ideas. We have all sorts of, we see possibilities. We are a people that see, right? If there's one thing we can say about this global group of people, we are a people that see. We are inspired, all right? So... I'm teaching these keys and principles because my dream is to see us not only be inspired by possibilities, but take hold of those possibilities and and execute and take it through to fruition, bring it to completion and fulfill that which has been given to us in the heavenly dimensions. And so these guys did that. They recognized this is a mandate from our Father. We're called to carry this to completion and we will do whatever it takes. 
right? The other, the other key that uh, I want to share that these guys did, which I, I really believe contributed to their success, is they traded to us a percentage of their company. They gave us a holding in their company, which now has been, um, the company has been valued at, at a very high price. I can't, I was about to say, I can't say how much, unfortunately, but it's in the millions, right? And that their trade showed honor for our contribution, right? And so a lot of people try and get free advice. Uh, you know, I'm always more than happy to give people advice. It's not that I want or need money from people to give advice. It, it doesn't bother me. But what I've noticed is that when people are willing to say, Here, here's X percentage of my company, or here's a trade, or here's some recognition of the value that you're contributing to my process, the company takes off. The, 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 the favor... Um, that comes with honor is incredible. So these guys honored Marius Grant and myself in the input we gave. And so they said, we value your contribution to our company, to our process, and here's X percentage of our business, right? And so I think with a trade like that, really some, something gets unlocked. So, so really to just wrap this up, you know, these guys are doing something that they love, something they're interested in, something they're good at, and something they can be paid for. Right? I'll say those 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 four things again. Something they love, something they're interested in, something they're good at, and something they can be paid for. Right? So when when you're looking for what should my idea be, look for the crossover between those four things. What you love, what you're interested in, what you're good at, and what you can be paid for. So they found the sweet spot between those four overlapping uh, circles. They they committed, they dedicated, they they just went all in. They asked for the right help. They, they, they were teachable, they were humble, they followed through. Um, they took the steps that were within their reach. They certainly used the divine enablement, the grace, the power that God gave them, but they took action. They took action. They didn't wait around for God to do it. They took action. So um, I really honor these guys. I, I hope that there's more of us that can begin functioning at this level where we can come up with an idea and get a million dollar check for it, all right, to get going. And I think would be just the most incredible community if we could grow a little more in this area. And it's really positive to see that a lot of people are taking the steps that are required here. So, hey, I bless you to succeed and prosper in all that you put your hands to. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Um, And yeah, we'll talk next time. Cheers.